This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Let's go out to Jenny in Toronto, Canada. Hey, Jenny, what's up? Hi there, John and Rachel. Thank you for taking my call today. You got it. What's up? Um, a couple days ago, I found a uh, deposit slip in my car my husband had left there that showed uh, our small business account had uh, over $6,000 in debt on it. And uh, I was on the understanding that we were on baby steps four, five, and six. Uh, I confronted him about it, and he said, oh, that's all overheads that have, uh, you know, come up in the last uh, couple weeks. And uh, I went and I looked at his last um, business bank statement as well, and I saw that it was actually uh, over $10,000 in small business debt since before August. And this is a, a pretty big issue for us because uh, when we finished Baby Steps 3 at the end of August, I left my corporate job to stay home with our two kids. Mm. So uh, he is very sensitive about this issue, got very defensive when I tried to talk to him. So it's just uh, lying under the surface right now. Um, so how do I talk to him and do we use our emergency fund to uh, pay off this debt? Two things here. Um one, this this has very little to do with debt. This has to do with you finding out that your husband stared you square in the eyes and lied to you. Yes. And it's about something that you two had both put your hands in and said, go team, we're all in this together. And then he went and did this. And so there, there's, an, it's not like y'all had never talked about debt and you found a credit card. This is y'all are consciously working towards building a different kind of life. And then this happened on the side. And then he lied to you about it. Um, anytime something like this pops up, like all of a sudden out of nowhere, somebody goes and, and runs up ten grand and is trying to move this shell over here and this shell over there, my, my inclination, right or wrong, is he's seeing somebody or he's, uh, an addiction has gotten out of control. Is there any possibility of those two things? I would have said no, but this has really, uh, really shocked me really, really shocked me. Um, it's, a. he's always been sensitive about finances because he took over a family business. Um, this was family business. Um, and there was debt associated with that. And he had to have some tough conversations with his mom, which he always is, uh, referencing, but I, I need to ask him some tough straight on questions about it. And I mean, jokingly, we had said, you know, is there like, you know, who are you supporting? And he was just like, no, this is just overhead costs. This is what it takes to run the business. Well, then your business is failing underneath you. Right. Yeah. Right. And this isn't even yeah. like a capital expense. Like he went and bought a tractor for the farm. This is like paying light bills is what he's trying to tell you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, that's a failing, that's a failing product business. and shipping fees. And yeah. Um, yeah, insurance fees, so, but it, it didn't add up. So, he, yeah, and that that's the part that he didn't sit down and say, here's the receipts, here's where this is at, I shouldn't have done this, I screwed up, um, I got all these new invoices and I panicked and I just opened up a quick line of credit and paid this. That's not his response. His response was, you're crazy, you leave me alone. All I'm yeah. doing is this, yeah. right? Yeah, it's always been a mess. Yes. Not my fault, yeah. Um, and 
it, there's a reason the word we use, and we don't, we're not trying to oversell it here, um, here at Ramsey, we use the words financial infidelity because it's that level of violation. When you find out the home, the, the, the foundation of your home that you were walking on is, is suddenly not what you thought it was, right? And right. my guess here is there's something deeper here. Either he feels like he is the son that was supposed to keep his family business going and he is unable to live in reality that this business isn't sol- solvent or um, he's seeing somebody or like, and that's the problem with lying, right? Is it opens up the whole, every door and window in the house for scrutiny and questions. And so uh, my experience has been when I, have these type of conversations and I haven't had to have them with my wife, but I've had to have them with coworkers before. Um, I have to write it down. Otherwise I get pretty pissed off and I get pretty emotional. I get pretty fired up and then I stop thinking and then I get accusatory. And so I would write down, here's your concerns. Here's your questions and Mm -hmm. ask him directly. I need direct answers to these questions. And here's the overarching theme. I no longer feel safe in my home. I don't feel safe in my marriage with you because you have violated my trust. We're going to start there. And you get to feel, you're not going at him. You lied, you did this. We're talking about, here's how I feel right now. And he can't deny that. Right. Okay. Um, if yeah. you think he needs, you need a, like a marriage counselor or somebody in your community, a couple that you trust that can sit with you guys, that's cool. Um, in my, if I was doing, if I was in your exact shoes, I would write these things down. Rachel, what do you think? No, that's a great, yeah, a great point. Yeah. And Jenny, I mean, like in this, if I were like, if that had happened in my household, right. If I'm putting myself in your shoes, the mm-hmm. business issues, the tactical side of the business, whether it's failing, like that's, that's down the road. Like I'm going to worry about that. But I think talking to him about like the, like this is a, this is a marriage issue. Cause in his head, he probably is, I would think still, uh, functioning at the level of like, oh gosh, you found out about the debt, and he and, and it's still in a money sphere for him possibly, mm-hmm. with the with possibly knowing, oh gosh, there might this might get worse and deeper, and I think you coming at it as like as my husband in our marriage, like forget the quote unquote money piece. It's the, what John said. It's it's the lying. Like I, you lied to me. You lied to me. And here's the facts of what I found and, and we got to talk through this because I have to get to a point again where, where we rebuild this trust because man, this is, this is not, this is not going to go well. This is not a good pattern. Um, and that's a, and, that, and that's hard, Jenny, like that's a hard conversation to have. Do you guys yeah. in your marriage, do you feel, um, like, have y'all, have y'all been able to have like healthy conflict, if you will, in marriage? Like, do you feel like you have a voice in the marriage? all of that or is yeah. this going to be like yeah, an out of character thing for him to experience no, you like he's this a good man and when you know you said the thing about you know he's the son who has to carry on the family business and feeling that responsibility something just went twang in my heart because he said things like that before like he has to keep it going well let's yeah. let's put um, one on, let's put one more on there you came to him at some point a year ago six months ago and said i'm ready to cash in all that I've worked for to get my high paying corporate job because I'm be feeling that the next chapter of my life is going to be a stay at home mom. And he loves you so much. He's like, I'm all in and wanted to do what he could to support your dream. Just that maybe the math isn't working out. 
And so I can see a scenario where he started trying to do the best he could to keep your dream alive, the household's dream alive, or maybe he pressured mm-hmm. you into quitting your job. Who knows? But that on top of, hey, you're the, you're the, we picked you, Golden Boy, to keep the family business going. And people do wild things when they start feeling pressure. And it may be that this is a conversation that he will weep from, he's been carrying this so long, there will be some peace in his soul finally. You know what I mean? Because shame, it's Brene Brown says, shame eats secrets for breakfast. Man, he's probably dying under the weight of this thing. And again, this is the best case scenario right yeah um that yeah. he was such a good guy he tried to find every avenue mm-hmm. and ended up finding himself over his head and then he started lying about it cool we can work from that or worst case scenario he's got somebody else right and he is blowing through money left and right who knows mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. there's just not another way um to heal from this except right through the middle of it and i would go in very clear what i was going to say and go in very much here's how i'm experiencing this not you did and you did here's what i'm experiencing and here's what i'm about to do about it unless we get real clear real fast and um, we'll be thinking about you if you get a moment call us back and let us know how things went after this conversation um like to follow up with our audience on it thank you so much for trusting us Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.